0: Wait for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And fun. Mojo Five O.
4: I have a dream.
5: black men thinking freedom is never more than
4: one generation away from extinction we didn't pass it on to our children in the bloodstream the only way they can inherit the freedom we have known is if we fight for it protect it defend it and then hand it to them with the well-taught lessons of how they in their lifetime must do the same
6: Black men thinking. Any time you throw your weight behind a political party that controls two-thirds of the
4: government, and that party can't keep the promise that it made to you during election time, and you're dumb enough to walk around continuing to identify yourself with that party, you're not only a chump, but you're a traitor
5: to your race. Black men thinking.
4: If we lose freedom here, there's no place to escape to. This is the last stand on earth. And this idea that government is beholden to the people, that it has no other source of power except the sovereign people, is still the newest and the most unique idea in all the long history of man's relation to man. Whether we believe in our capacity for self-government or whether we abandon the American Revolution and confess that a little intellectual elite in a far distant capital can plan our lives for us better than we can plan them ourselves. Black Men thinking. In this present crisis, government is not the solution to our problem. Government is the problem.
6: Black men thinking, thinking. thinking.
7: Stanley Levy, Black Man Thinking, here on the vanguard of personal freedom, personal liberty, and personal responsibility, Mojo50 Radio. And also, anyone looking for our podcast, you can find them on Podbean and also iHeartRadio. Very happy about that. Allows the message to get out for anybody who wants to hear it. Feel free, and I encourage you and I ask you humbly to share information about this broadcast. Uh, Share it with your friends, um, forward it to them, do whatever you need to do. I believe the things that I'm sharing on this broadcast are relevant and important for an American audience particularly and for anyone who cares about living at liberty in this world, in this day and present age. So let's get right to work. Of course, we're going to start with the COVID update. And start with the medical side. So, again, the saga continues. And they have been successful in getting that needle into a bunch of scared sheeple. And now the sheeple are truth resistant. You can't tell them anything that doesn't involve getting a shot and allowing the fact that people have been injected as the key to whether or not they should be able to enjoy the type of life they had before the scandemic began. Let me be clear. I fully acknowledge and understand that there is a coronavirus, a COVID-19 virus. I fully accept that it can be exceedingly dangerous just like any other respiratory virus every respiratory virus I'm I'm aware of can kill you. People have actually died from the common cold when it went too far left on them. So I don't have any issue with this thing being considered deadly. But everything after that is just abject propaganda. And that's the only way to put it and not be uh, in violation of any FCC rules, as though they even apply to me. But anyway, um, You just have to make sure that you understand that there's a whole lot of Fauci flavor aid going on out there and people are still drinking deeply of it. So let's talk about the lies um, from the standpoint of COVID-19. What is a case? I've gone through this many times before. When you boil it all down to a case is simply somebody... Some medical individual looking at you with symptoms that could apply to any respiratory virus and saying, you know what, dude, you probably got COVID. Unless there's a laboratory uh, test involved or um, they said, well, what about an X-ray? An X-ray is not going to see COVID. An X-ray will see that your lungs are filled, that you're, that, you, that maybe you have pneumonia. You can demonstrate that. But the x-ray doesn't demonstrate the source of it. What caused it? It's not going to happen. It's just somebody telling you, in our opinion, you have COVID. And whether or not you have COVID, that doesn't mean that it's what is causing your problems. Particularly when a fully one-third of those who are dead from COVID, according to the CDC, also had influenza and or pneumonia. So if I had flu, pneumonia, and COVID, absent an autopsy, please tell me which one caused death. Which one was it? Which brings us back to the whole thing from a, this kind of gets into the more political side of COVID, but back in April of 2020, both uh, Dr. Anthony Fauci and the scarf-wearing ne- uh, mm, woman, Deborah Burks, came out and said, you know what? If you die with COVID, as far as we're concerned, you died of COVID. Now, you got to remember, this was before we started the whole bogus testing campaign, or after they started the whole test bogus testing campaign. You might recall that it was Fauci who came out there saying, we don't test, we don't test. And the thing is, why would I test unless somebody presents symptoms? And he was looking for and did get testing of people who were asymptomatic. When the heck do you start testing people who have no symptoms? Hold that hold that thought. Hold that thought. There's a reason for that one. But we went out and started testing people that didn't even have any symptoms for this so we could sit there and get the count up. Okay. Okay. But again... You don't have to be. You don't have to have anything going on with you regarding COVID, except somebody says you have it, so that when you die, no matter what it's from—flu, uh, pneumonia, heart attack, renal failure, traffic accident, gunshot wound, poisoning—yes, all this stuff shows up in the comorbidity tables for uh, from CDC regarding COVID. Then you're you're dead. You're, COVID killed you. But wait wait there's more now remember we talked about regular symptoms that you would associate with a respiratory virus, cough um, shortness of breath uh, fever, chills headache, muscle ache all that good stuff but wait there is more (laughs) this is good this is good Glasgow Live for those who don't know Glasgow is in Scotland if I recall correctly here's their headline and and, no I'm not making this up I really wish I wish I could make this up this is from the 19th of November which was this past Friday new symptomless COVID strain more infectious than Delta being investigated stop No symptoms and it's more infectious. <laughs> you know, they are straight messing with you right now. I mean they are if I if, if I were the type of person who cussed, I'd use a different word. But they are straight messing with you now. We went from straight COVID to the alpha strain, and then we got over to the delta strain, and now we have a new strain that is classified. Um, AY.4.2 which has no symptoms how do you inv- okay let me get into this just a little bit scientists are investigating a newly detected strain of COVID which is being described as being more infectious than the Delta variant oh my gosh the horrors People who become infected with the new COVID-19 strain are less likely to display symptoms in comparison to other uh, variants such as Delta. Reportedly, as little as one-third of people with the AY.4.2 strain have symptoms synonymous with COVID-19, such as a persistent cough, fever, or loss of smell and taste. In other words, 2 out of 3 people who get this new strain of COVID have no symptoms. So when I remember, remember when I talked to you about uh, Fauci's push to test people who were asymptomatic, <clears throat> well, French vanilla rocky road chocolate peanut butter cookie dough scoop, there it is that's what all this is about we had to set up set this thing up because if you're going to keep this show rolling you're gonna to run to the point where you're not going to have any symptoms. Why is that? because as things mutate they get weaker you do know that the Spanish flu that killed tens of millions of people back in the um, a century ago is still around as a matter of fact we uh, vaccinate for it as part of the uh, annual flu. The seasonal flu vaccine contains dead uh, Spanish flu virus, and only half the people in America take that thing. And nobody and, and there have been a Spanish flu breakout, and there hasn't been, because after a hundred years, that, suck, that sucker's um, relatively speaking weak as water. Guess what? This thing is weak too. Now, I'm not talking about weak as in W-E-E-K. I'm talking about weak as in W-E-A-K. It's weak. Notice how they, and the thing is interesting, they don't say anything about who's died from it. None of that, none of that. We can't be bothered with things like that. Can't be bothered. But what we can tell you is that this is more infectious than Delta. So something that causes no symptoms is more infectious than the Delta strain. Please explain to me why I would care. Well, because people are dying. They didn't say anything about people dying. Uh, I guarantee you that nobody is dying from COVID without getting any symptoms. Now, if you want to talk about the COVID vaccine, that's a different story. But I guarantee you that somebody who has COVID and has no symptoms from a respiratory virus, they're not dying. And two out of three people with this new AY.4.2 strain of COVID have no symptoms. And you don't know that you're being played. Bless your little silly hearts. Um, Anyway, (laughs) and with all that, You still have to remember something real basic. We are in month, what, 22, going on month 23 of COVID, and we don't have 50 million cases in America. And we've been testing people out the yin-yang, including testing people who have no symptoms and just telling them that they must be positive for this thing that's not even bothering them, which brings up the normal stuff. If it's not causing me any problems, why do I care whether or not I have it? But nevertheless, we've tested folks who are asymptomatic, determined that they were positive, made them put on masks for something that's not doing anything to them. And here's the thing. If you're, a, if you're asymptomatic, the likelihood that you're going to spread this is, is somewhere close to zero. Because everybody everybody in America ate typhoid Mary. It's just I'm I'm sorry. It's just not doesn't work that way. So this is what we're going dealing with. This is how big the lie has become on the medical side. They are now basically telling you, "Man, there's something going around right now that is more—it's—it's uh, it, it's more contagious than Delta. It's a bad mama jama." Well, what are the symptoms? Well, you ain't get—you don't get none. Oh my gosh! Well, well, how can I fight it? Uh, exactly. When the real question is, why should you be fighting it? That's the real question. Again, we still don't have. 50 million cases, as far as I understand, in the United States of COVID-19 after 22 months, going on 23 months. However, the last time we paid attention to the seasonal flu, which was October 2019 through April of 2020, in six months time, that bad boy, remember, and it has a vaccine. Of course, the vaccine sucks. Let let me just drop this in here. I love how people try to tell me that the COVID-19 vaccine is 90 to 95 percent or some other ridiculous number effective. Really? For a virus that you've known about for less than two years. Now you're 95 percent effective. Got it. But every year the seasonal flu comes around, you know what that's going to be. You prepare for it, and the vaccine that comes out for that is never even 50% effective. You must think I am boo-boo the fool. You believe in this? What? Never mind. Never mind. 56 million cases from the flu in 6 months can't get to 50 million cases of COVID-19 after 22 months. And no, we didn't test for the flu. If you didn't show up with symptoms, we just assumed, normally, you don't have it. Or your body's already dealt with it. We don't need to deal with you. Imagine if we tested people for the flu the same way they were testing people for COVID-19. I wonder how many cases they would have found. My goodness. Which brick? Ings us to the foolishness known as the um, COVID nineteen vaccines. Now remember, these things don't work because if because you're still wearing your mask if you've taken it if you if you've gotten vaccinated, you had to get a second uh, vax, and now you've had to have a booster because the first things wore off. As is, is that the way things work with vaccines? They just wear off after a couple of months polio vaccine didn't wear off after a couple of months smallpox vaccine didn't wear off at all because let me tell you how effective the smallpox vaccine was here in America after 1972 we had eradicated smallpox there was no reason to vaccinate anybody anymore if you had lost your immunity do you think that was would have been possible? No as in no this stuff is not designed to prevent any Thing regarding the virus, it's messing you up, and medically, it's messing up people around the globe. Globe. Oh, by the way, now that they're now that they are um uh, vaccinating children five to eleven years old, guess who's starting to die around the world? Children between the ages of five and eleven. You know what's happening in? I think it was England. England or Scotland somewhere in the UK they came up with a report they said you know what all of a sudden we're noticing that children are dying within 28 days of birth obviously that's not the 5 to 11 year olds because now we're talking about vaccinating the vaccinating pregnant women that they are that children are dying 28 within 28 days of being born at a rate higher than we've seen in the last four years and it's outside of the controls that the NHS has set up for monitoring uh, infant death all of a sudden we're at we're we're outside of the control level this is this is spiking up and the funny thing to me is they can plot that data back for so many years and they're talking about this is the worst thing in 4 years so they can plot the points for the last 4 years but they can't connect the dots for the last 2 you have been injecting pregnant women with mRNA gene therapy that turns their bodies into a COVID-19 spike glycoprotein factory and, you, and anything you do to a pregnant woman's body kind of gets transmitted to the kids she's carrying and this thing's a killer but y'all don't want to hear that Let's talk about the HHS VAERS data. Remember, HHS VAERS is a, a database uh, maintained by the federal government. goes back to 1990. So it's not Johnny-come-lately data. But I've only looked at the last three years. I want to make sure you understand something. So let me tell you this. We are now up to the number of adverse events this year. This year. 600 and 77,514 adverse events through the 12th of November of this year. How does that compare to last year? Well, remember, 677,000 this year. Last year, in 2020, we only had 47,000. So we had 630,000 more events this year than in 2020. What about 2019? We had 48,000 events in 2019. So we got six hundred and 29,000 more events this year than in 2019, 630,000 more than in 2020 and the and the norm is less than 49,000 a year. And guess what? 93.8% of the vaccine types indicated for a vaccine adverse <laughs> event <laughs> are covid vaccines. How come you don't know this when the government is publishing this data every flipping week? How come you don't know this? Well, the disclaimer says, really? So where's the disclaimer on the vaccine that you're taking? You don't know that, so you don't question that. But this data that tells you how, how dangerous it is, you want to read the disclaimer. Really? Wow. What about deaths? What about deaths? 8,926 vaccine Related deaths in the U.S. through the 12th of November, and that's just in this database. There are other databases that have a lot bigger numbers. I know that, but I'm just being consistent by checking on this one. That's 214 more deaths this week than last week. Oh, by the way, the the uh, 677,000 uh, events—that's 12,000 more than the week before. So we're, we're they just we just running off. Just, we're going crazy with this thing. 214 more deaths, 8,926 deaths, 214 more than were reported last week. Oh, of those deaths, 8,648 are associated with, wait for it, COVID vaccines. 96.9% of all the deaths that have been recorded so far this year with regard to vaccines are COVID Covid. of the 214 that occurred in the past week 208 of those were associated with COVID vaccines how come this isn't being reported in the news how come the only thing you hear is that it is safe and effective when a normal year you only have 183 or 186 de- 166 people dead and you got 8,000 and all of this is associated with one vaccine that they're telling you is safe and effective and you are going for that okey-doke? Seriously? Seriously? It's, it's, it's really hard. 992 of those deaths are from Johnson, and that's up 39 from the week before. 3,651 of those deaths are from Moderna. That's 77 more than the week before. 3,969 of those deaths are from Pfizer. Biggest increase, 92 And there are still 36 that they 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 never identify who the manufacturer was. So I'm like, okay. And I find it interesting um, the bias in 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 the deaths, and I I I don't, I don't think anything's coincidental. Of the uh, 8,648 that have died, 4,600 have been men, only 3,600 have been women, and 402 were undetermined. I don't know how you not can't determine somebody's gender. I guess they were LGBTQ M O U S E when they died, so you didn't know. But 46, you, you know, men don't make up that, they'll make up much more than half the population. Matter of fact, I think they make up a little bit less than half the population. It's roughly 50-50. But um, if, if we err, it's on the side of women. There are more, men, there are more females than the males on the planet. How come out of every 82 that die, 46 of them are men? And you don't think there's any targeting associated with that? You don't do. Of course not. Of course we wouldn't do that. So these vaccines that don't prevent infection, don't prevent hospitalization, don't prevent death, have more adverse events than Imelda Marcos had shoes. This stuff is dangerous. And they're lying to you about the number of people that have died. 95% of the people who died had four or five things, other, other things wrong with them. And there's no autopsies being done. This is not what they're telling you it is. I'm going to talk about it a little bit more on the political side in the next segment. Stanley Levy, Black Man Thinking, we'll be back right after this.
8: Flyline interruptions are definitely here to stay, especially given the incredible talent we have working at the U.S. Transportation Department. However, you don't need to fear these interruptions. You can be prepared. Go to preparewithmojo50.com. That's preparewithmojo50.com.
6: After a long, hard night, I am exhausted. I need something that will stimulate me. That's why I start each day with Ron's sexual chocolate. It really gets me off to work. Find the flavor that stimulates you and gets you off to work at AmericanPrideRoasters.com.
4: Brother Maynard, bring up the holy hand grenade. One, two, five. Lisa, three.
7: This is Defenders Live!
9: oakley who's 33 years old she's a yoga teacher from newton kent drinking her own urine has uh, given her relief from a number of long-term side effects and issues such as autoimmune disorder hashimoto's thyroid disease and chronic pain conditions from fibromyalgia you know what
10: else it's kept her from having what friends yeah i'll uh, uh, probably a love life <laughs>
9: breath she tells the press that she started drinking her own pee when some uh, when some people call urine
8: therapy no you need therapy You want to wake up refreshed like you slept on a cloud? Get yourself the very best in bedding supplies today. You deserve it. Go to MyPillow.com. And don't forget our very special promo code, Mojo50, for incredible savings.
7: talk about the uh, political side of the COVID update. Last segment I spoke with you about an article in Glasgow Live, uh, Glasgow.com Live, something like that, where they spoke about a symptomless COVID-19 variant. If you get this, you don't have any symptoms. Now, this should have been the international reaction when those words left my lips. (laughs) Because it is funny and ludicrous to the point of being patently ridiculous, and it's worthy of a laugh. The problem is, they're dead serious. They are telling people that you can now get a get infected with a variant of this virus that is more transmissible than um, than Delta, but at least two out of three people don't even have any symptoms. So the only way you can detect it is to test for it. And so now what we need to do is go round up everybody who has no symptoms, which means everybody at all, everybody everywhere, and, and, and subject them to whatever testing this is. Remember how, how effective that first round of testing was. And, and then arbitrarily determine, because nobody knows what these test results are, nobody sees them, and tell everybody in the world that they have COVID and that they must be vaccinated. There's nothing medical about this, guys. There's nothing at all medical about this. As a matter of fact, there's a video on social media. Of course, that's where a lot of uh, that's where a lot of actual journalism is coming up, and a lot of actual um, realistic and information with some integrity is coming up. Where a young lady who used to be um, military had this to say about what we're currently
5: experiencing: When I was in psychological operations in the army. Now, it's perfectly legal to run psyop on the American people. You are living in a multifaceted psychological operations exercise on every front. I want you to ask yourself when you're being told information like Bill Gates says there's going to be a surprise outbreak or Fauci says there's going to be this or that or vials of smallpox are suddenly found and you get to know about it. Why? Why do you get to know about it? Because they're setting up a narrative. What is that narrative? What does the narrative gain? Everything in these operations are designed to make you afraid so that you do what the powers that be want you to do. Okay? Win the hearts and minds of the people. Okay? And that's done with fear. So stop being afraid. You do not fear men. Your soul is eternal. Stop being afraid.
7: Now, of course, when she actually invokes the idea of faith uh, in in God and things of that nature, the increasingly secular United States population is ready to dismiss her as some type of conspiracy theorist. However, she spoke about in 2014 how Obama, uh, one of the most evil men other than Woodrow Wilson to ever be in the presidency, um, Biden is not necessarily evil because he is not there mentally. He doesn't know what's going on. Uh, He's being told what's going on. However, with Obama, she talked about in 2014, but there was a change that was made to the U.S. Information and Educational Exchange Act of 1948. That was done in 2014. A law, also known as the Smith-Mundit Act, that authorized and set rules around the dissemination of information from the U.S. government-funded media outlets, like Voice of America the um, the idea was basically saying well you, there are certain things you, you're not allowed to broadcast with uh, to United States citizens so here's what happened, they eased some restrictions so that me- media produced by the US Agency for Global Media and intended for foreign audiences could also be distributed domestically upon request wow prior to that passage the content was banned from being disseminated in America so it's not like she's saying something that is not that has no basis in fact they changed the rules so that information that they had previously said you don't say this inside the United States now you do and we're under a PSYOP attack and the biggest thing about PSYOPs is you, gotta, you have to be able to get fear fear of something and therefore people will be motivated by fear to do those things that you want and you don't have to fire a shot that's the beauty of psychological warfare Your enemy, you use your enemies uh, fears and their mental state against them to defeat them and the American people a great number of them not the majority but a great number of them are already defeated when it comes to this virus so you think this is um, serious? It's not serious. And we know it's political. If we're talking about psyops, we go, we go past political into military. But it is still quite political. We've seen the defiance on the side of, of, of Americans. We see the Florida girl, the eight-year-old Florida girl who basically stood up and told a school board that You can suspend. they suspend her 38 times. They're going to make her repeat the second grade, um, maybe. But she said, you can suspend me all you want to. I'm not wearing a mask. The Fifth Circuit has risen up and said no to OSHA. Now, the only thing they can do is restrict the federal government. And the executive branch of the federal government now cannot impose a mandate on American businesses that their employees must wear a mask or get vaccinated. They can't can't do it. Of course, it doesn't stop what's going on uh, with certain employers, which is what they said from the outset. Well, we don't know if we can do it, but they have been banging on employers, banging on the private sector, saying, you need to do this, you need to do this, and quite a few big ones are succumbing to that pressure and have succumbed to that pressure. However, as bad as it is in the United States, it's worse in many other areas all you gotta do is look north to canada where now by the end of next month i believe sometime in december um and actually i think there, there are other restrictions going on in going in place this month in canada you cannot travel on public you cannot take public transportation we're talking about buses trains airplanes you cannot board any public conveyance unless you can show that you've been vaccinated which basically means they're also holding you hostage in your own towns, in your own city in the country how are you going to leave the country if you can't get on a well you can drive across oh okay so you get stopped at the border and then at the border they also require you they are basically taking the entire country of Canada and putting up a prison without walls that's called a vaccine passport you can't do anything You can't move. You have no freedom of movement. This is ridiculous. And as bad as that is, you need to go take a look at what's going on in Europe, starting with Austria.
9: The streets of Vienna will soon be empty as Austria re-enters lockdown from Monday.
7: I have a job which I can
6: do from home, so it doesn't bother me much. But I will miss the cafe, of course.
3: There is no other way, even though I don't like it. The literature tells us that pandemics can last at least three years, and we should avoid that.
9: Only two-thirds of Austria's population are vaccinated, one of the lowest rates in Western Europe. The new Chancellor wants to change that by making vaccination compulsory from February.
3: There are too many political forces in this country which vehemently, massively and publicly oppose vaccination. This is irresponsible. This is actually an attack on our health system and whipped up by radical anti-vaxxers, by fake news. Too many among us didn't get vaccinated.
9: And there are protests expected on the weekend over the new policies. Austria is not the only country taking tougher measures as Europe heads into winter. Slovakia has announced a lockdown for the unvaccinated, the Dutch are in the middle of a partial lockdown and the Germans have also started to act. The state of Bavaria has cancelled its Christmas markets and is shutting bars and clubs for three weeks. This is no longer about individual outbreaks. The whole of Germany is one big outbreak.
1: This is a national emergency. We have to pull the emergency brake now.
9: Germany could find itself the next European nation returning to lockdown. Steve Canane, ABC News.
7: So Austria is going to lock down starting on uh, the twenty-second of November today, bless their hearts. And then they're going to compel compel people to be vaccinated starting in February. Now, here's the interesting thing to me, just a simple question. If this is such a dire thing and the the risk is so great, why are you going to wait another two and a half months to impose this? Because it's a it's a it's a psyop. This is a psychological operation. They do not not want to compel anybody with force because that would expose the narrative too much. We want to threaten you. We want to frighten you. We want to work on your mind so that you retreat into what we want you to do without us laying a hand on you so you can never say that we compelled you to do something against your will. You don't see this? Germany's going off the deep end. The Norway, go- it—it's a psychological operation. And when they say it's a whole lot, that- remember, you have a you have a variant that has no symptoms so if you do not get vaccinated how do you now tell the government who is going to say well you just have that symptomless covid that you're not infected i'm not infected i don't have any symptoms that doesn't matter we know that covid uh, has no symptoms do you see where this is going you need to be vaccinated against the disease that they don't know you have and they can't prove you have unless you take a test you do not need. And in lieu of taking that test to, that you do not need to demonstrate that you have what does not cause any symptoms, you need to get vaccinated. And these vaccines are death on wheels. I'm sorry. Oh, it's all, it's its all uh, uh, just, it's a very, very rare occurrence. We took a flu vaccine off the market totally in 2001 when it caused one adverse reaction of Bell's palsy, which is a temporary paralysis of the face. They removed it from the market. One case. We now have more than 8000 deaths associated with COVID vaccines in less than a year. In less than a year, 8000. We only get 190 cases, 190 deaths in in the last 2 years individually respectively. From all the vaccines that are out there, we have more than 8,000 deaths associated with one vaccine in one year, and you want to tell me that that's safe and effective. If we had that type of thing going on with, with MMR, if we had that type of thing going on with diphtheria, if we had that type of thing going on with the annual flu shot, do you think any of those vaccines would still be, be, would still be promoted as something that you should take, that you should make sure your child has before they go to school, that and being promoted as safe and effective. The answer is a Bishop Bullwinkle. Heck to the no, no, no. But here you are being effectively influenced by a by, by a psychological operation. This is PSYOP, and you don't see it. You don't see it. Now, the interesting thing to me is you start looking um, down under, Because New Zealand, that woman's crazy. Uh, Whatever her name is, I don't don't, don't even want to know her name. The Prime Minister of New Zealand is evil. She is openly advocating for what you're now seeing across Western Europe. We want a two-tiered society. You're either vaccinated or you're a non-citizen. You're either vaccinated or you're on the outskirts of society. You're either vaccinated or you're a 1930s German Jew. I'm sorry. It's that clear. Do what you we want you to do, or we're going to create a classification of you, and we're going and we're going to put you in that classification. And oh, by the way, how do you avoid that? The only way to avoid that classification is not to test positive for um, test negative for coronavirus. That's not going to help you because they don't think it has symptoms now. So even your negative test, how good, how long is that going to be good for? You're going to get tested every week for the rest of your life. That's another form of coercion. Just drip, drip. Drip, drip until you consent. All of this is meant to break you down. Down under, they uh, in New Zealand, where they have more sheep than people, how appropriate because all their people are acting like sheep and they're letting that Jacinda Witch, uh, their prime minister, lead them. See, uh, and I'll say this and I get interrupted when I say it. Don't ever ask me to put a woman in authority over anybody else's life to whom she's not directly related and to whom she did not give birth, not hearing it, not even thinking about it. Well, you're you're a misogynist. No, I will say it again in the long history, particularly of American politics, because I can think of examples outside of America where it did not necessarily uh, prove problematic but prove beneficial. You cannot gain for me in the history of American politics that I'm aware of. Any time having a woman in political authority ever benefited the citizens that were in her jurisdiction, and I'll make it. E- I'll, I'll make it even more outrageous, common in the uh, in the uh, ears of some. Guess what? If she's black and a Democrat, you'll have no example whatsoever of any benefit that you got there's what what was made better by that woman being in charge look at san francisco right now you think things are going well there look at kansas city right things going well there look at all the places where you have black uh prosecutors who are uh, uh, prosecutors who are black females chicago baltimore um suffolk county massachusetts anything uh st louis missouri anything going on good there In Missouri, um, that Kim Gardner chick, she don't even show up, her people don't even show up to uh, prosecute murders. So miss me with all the girl power foolishness. I don't want a woman anywhere near elected office. And I know how that sounds and I don't care. I would have every woman barefoot pregnant in the kitchen if it meant that Americans would be free. Now does that mean that's where I want women to be? No but don't try to tell me that I should accept or I should support something that has not shown any benefit to the American population and we are now in the forefront of losing liberties and almost everywhere you see this going down you either have a left-leaning woman or an idiotic man I died, but I digress going back to looking at down under let's, let's get away from um let's get away from uh from new zealand australia is starting to have a little turnover um the uh premier of new south wales pimp slapped his uh health minister because the health minister wanted to continue covid restrictions into 2023 he said that's not going to happen now he didn't say he's gonna get rid of them but he said it's not gonna you know what this guy wants is gonna happen and then more recently, the uh, Prime Minister of Australia,
3: uh, Scott Morrison, made this interesting statement. Well, of, of course, those those threats and intimidation has no place in Australia. We're a civil, peaceful society where we have disagreements. We don't handle them with violence. And there can be no tolerance for that. And there should be no tolerance for that. Um, no matter how frustrated people might be, that is never the answer. And uh, there needs to be uh, the respect shown uh, in those those debates that we have. There has to be an appropriate balance and civility. Of course, there are many people who are feeling frustrated. I mean, over the last couple of years, governments have been telling Australians what to do. Now, there's been a need for that as we've gone through the pandemic, but the time is now to start rolling all of that back. Australians have kept their part of the deal. More than 80% of Australians are now double dose vaccinated. We now have one of the highest vaccination rates in the world. We've had one of the strongest economies to come through the pandemic and we have one of the lowest fatality rates from COVID in the world. Australians have done an amazing job when it comes to leading us through this pandemic. But now it's time for governments to step back and for Australians to take their lives back and for Australians to be able to move forward with the freedoms that should be theirs. That's certainly what we're doing as a federal government. That's where we see it going. Um, Our position on mandatory vaccines, for example, is in very specific circumstances. We're not in favour of mandatory vaccines imposed by the government. Businesses can make their own choices under the law, but we're not about telling them what to do or telling Australians what to do. Vaccines only are mandatory in cases where you've got health workers that are working with vulnerable people.
7: I recall somebody telling me sometimes that you haven't really figured out how to listen to music until you can hear the silence between the notes. What do I mean by that? Scott Morrison said a lot of things, but he said it's it's the things that he wasn't... Trying to emphasize that struck me the loudest. Well, 80% of you guys are already vaccinated. Yeah, yeah. You've already you you've already bittened off. So guess what? We already know we got you. Um we're not about at the federal government level telling people we, we don't want to do that at the federal level. Well, guess what? Uh Australia has a federal government, also has different quote unquote state governments or provisional governments, governments as well and that's where the problems are going on like in New South Wales he's not he's saying we're not going to do, we, we don't we're not going to do that at the federal level what are you gonna do about this the other level? and we're not going to federally mandate that businesses do that they can do that oh they can do that so if all of a sudden the federal government decides you know what what you guys did before was great but we're really starting to slip back and it's not happening anymore we're not going to um mandate anything but we are definitely going to suggest strongly that employers take up the mantle that Joe Biden tried to impo- impose in the United States but we actually have a constitution that the Australians do not What do you think's going to happen? Really? Last thing I really want to talk to you guys about with this There's a guy in Germany, Dr. Thomas Ginges who committed suicide, they claim, on the 2nd of November. Here is the problem with that account. He threw himself or he found himself leaping off of a, of a tall building in Germany where he was the director of a major hospital. And of course, he hit the ground. He was dead. There was rumors about a suicide note, but they can't really confirm that. Dude's only fifty-five years old, not an old man. Wife and child? Committed suicide? Really? Why? Well, here's an interesting thing. There's a video that you can find, and I've listened to it on BitChute. Problem is it's in German. He spoke German. I can't I don't speak German. It had subtitles. You can you can find it on, on BitChute. Dr. Thomas Genges, uh, J-E-N-D-G-E-S. He laid out his case for understanding that everything that's going on with these vaccines has nothing to do with the virus. This is about control. This is about taking away people's liberties under the guise of medicine when there is nothing medical about it. He figured that out. I don't know why the rest of us can't, but he could. And now he had begun to speak. He was invited to places to speak. And he said in his video that, you know what, I never spoke, I, I never spoke in person. I don't like doing that. It's not it's not who I am, blah, blah, blah. But I feel compelled to speak. And guess what? He's been dead now for three weeks. After he started voicing his opinion, someone tried to someone tried to see if he could fly. And unfortunately, being human. He couldn't fly. And he didn't bounce either. If you don't understand what's going on, and if you don't understand that they're not going to stop, and the other thing that Scott Morrison said, we are a peaceful society, always beware when politicians tell you that you need to be peaceful while they are taking from you what others won by being violent. Peace and freedom. Let me me help you out here. Freedom is a blood sport. It's not a paper chase. Freedom came about by people dying face down in the mud, opposing others who would deprive them and their countrymen of liberties that they valued. And now what you have are people like Scott Morrison saying, you know what? No matter how frustrated, this isn't frustration. No, this is anger. People are incensed and outraged at what you're doing. They're not frustrated. Stop trying to relabel things. That's what they're trying to do here. We know people are frustrated with our necessary. Your actions were never necessary. They were always political. They had no medical basis. You're now denying the fact that people are dropping like flies around the world under the age of 35 under this vi- uh, b- after these vaccines that you tell them to take for this virus. You just had a footballer, a soccer player, um, who retired at age 33 after getting double vaxxed because his heart. He de- developed. He developed a heart condition. He can't play anymore. You've had people falling out on soccer pitches. You've had children dying. You've had basketball and football, teenage football players getting vaccinated in the United States, dying during practice. And you keep trying to tell me, and you got, and now you have five and eleven year olds dying. Between five and eleven year olds dying, and you're trying to tell me that this is not a political thing, because if this were medical then what you would be doing would be saving lives unequivocally and that's what the news would be about. It would not be about covering things up because as soon as you saw a vaccine killing people, you would be on that like flies on horse manure. And you're not. You're not on the fact that um, Africa, from from below from, from below the uh, Arab states to, to north of South Africa and from the... From the eastern coast western coast of Africa all the way to the most easternmost nation. They're not using the vaccines. And nobody's dying in that part of Africa, which composes much more than half of Africa. And what do they have? They have ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine. Wow. I'm gonna turn this over to my good friend Ron Edwards. You need to make up, wake up and stop this foolishness because they're trying to kill you. And it's pretty doggone clear. Stanley Levy, black man thinking, we'll be back right after Ron Edwards.
6: The U.S. House Committee on Financial Services has proved negative that when government is not hell within constitutional confines, evil things go bump in the night. Hello, I'm Ron Edwards on today's page from the Edwards Notebook brought to you by Constitutional Grounds Coffee. For years, leftist government bullies have been trying to configure ways to bring our nation's energy supply companies to financial ruin in an effort to make we the people more susceptible to the moods, attitudes, and dictates of government cabal figureheads hell-bent on literally destroying our exceptional nation way of life. They are working feverishly to bring about irreparable damage in order to permanently snuff out the torch of liberty while seeking to kill off the remaining vestiges of this being one nation under God with liberty and justice for all. Regime leader Biden, Nasty Pelosi, the Squad, Lizard Cheney, and many others believe they have the final say in how this all plays out. I say they will be proven wrong if we the people will have eyes to see and ears to hear and act under providential guidance. I'm Ron Edwards. Check out the Ron Edwards American Experience via the Ron Edwards.
9: Ron Edwards, the new voice of America.
0: This is the seditious, rabble-rousing, liberty-loving, home of fun, entertaining, and compelling talk. Mojo Five O. Breaking news this hour from townhall.com. I'm John Scott. President Biden will be delivering remarks on the new COVID-19 variant from the White House shortly. The president expected to urge Americans to get vaccinated and receive booster shots as he seeks to quell concerns about the newly identified variant named Omicron. Meanwhile, scientists continue to assess this new variant.
6: The latest variant comes as no surprise to infectious disease specialist Dr. Graham Snyder. He's with the University of Pittsburgh Medical Center. It
8: is grim, but uh, we should anticipate uh, having this virus as as part of our lives for some time to come.
6: And that's all due to lack of vaccinations around the world.
8: As long as vaccination rates globally are very low... And we're not using precautions to prevent transmission um, with as high adherence as we did early in the pandemic. We'll continue to see more variants emerge.
1: I'm Shelley Adler.
0: Also at townhall.com in the Pacific Northwest, residents remain on alert as more rain is on the way to an area with lingering water from extreme weather from a previous storm. November has been particularly wet for northwest Washington. On the international front, talks to resurrect a deal to stop Iran obtaining a nuclear bomb have begun in Austria.
6: There's
4: quite a lot of skepticism that uh, these talks are going to get anywhere soon. The Iranian uh, side is saying that they are happy to get to the end of these talks as soon as possible. They want uh, the sanctions lifted as soon as possible. And the other side, the world powers and uh, the Americans also, they're seeing that time is running out in a sense that Iran is making so much advances in its nuclear program. It has to be stopped soon.
0: BBC correspondent Khazra Naji reporting. Stocks are sharply higher. The Nasdaq is up 261 points. More at townhall.com.
5: Why are cash out? Thinking of, like, the new Ralph Lauren loin girder.
0: Did you, did you,
1: did, can you imagine the, uh, the commercial for it, though? Moses is wearing it. What are you?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Defenders Live, weekdays, 9 p.m. Eastern, Mojo five zero.
8: What? Didn't see you there. I was busy eating this delicious meal from preparewithmojo50.com. You look hungry. Do you want some? Of course you do. Get your own. You can go to preparewithmojo50.com. That's preparewithmojo50.com. You can't have mine patriotically correct.
2: There's bad people in every profession, right? There's bad Domino's delivery drivers, bad auto mechanics, bad this or that. We're not going to compare law enforcement to any other profession any longer on this program because here's why. You cannot compare the occupation of a police officer to the occupation of anywhere else where there are bad apples. There's no way that there's this systemic racism within that field. There is no profession in the world that goes through more excruciating background checks, psychological evaluations, polygraphics Examinations, backgrounders go to every city that they've ever lived in, every job that they've ever worked. Or they talk to first grade teachers, neighbors, associates, possible associates. There are not a whole lot of bad apples in the law enforcement community they are just able to slide through that and through these interview process. You know, the, the dissection of their social media accounts and their Twitter, and it's all there. It's it's there forever. And to insult them by comparing them to other professions, I'm just not going to tolerate it on this show anymore. Three days
6: 5 p.m. Eastern on
8: Mojo 50.
0: High capacity, fully automatic. Large caliber freedom. Mojo 5
4: I have a dream. One day, this nation will rise up. Live out the true meaning of its dreams. We hold these truths to be self-evident. that all men
9: are created equal.
6: Black men.
4: Freedom is never more than one generation away from extinction. We didn't pass it on to our children in the bloodstream. The only way they can inherit the freedom we have known is if we fight for it, protect it, defend it, and then hand it to them with the well-taught lessons of how they and their lifetime must do the same.
6: Black men thinking. Any time you throw your weight behind a political party that controls two-thirds
4: of the government and that party can't it. Keep- that it is made to you during election time And you are dumb enough to walk around Continuing to
6: identify yourself with that power you're not only a chump But you're a traitor to your race Black men
4: thinking If we lose freedom here There's no place to escape to This is the last stand on earth And this idea that government Is beholden to the people That it has no other source of power Except the sovereign people Is still the newest and the most unique idea In all the long history of man's relation to man whether we believe in our capacity for self-government or whether we abandon the American Revolution and confess that a little intellectual elite in a far distant capital can plan our lives for us better than we can plan them ourselves. Black
6: men thinking, thinking, thinking,
4: thinking. In this present crisis, government is not the solution to our problem. Government is the problem.
6: Black man thinking thinking
7: thinking Stanley leave you with hour two of Black Man Thinking here on the Vanguard of Personal Freedom, Personal Liberty, and Personal Responsibility Mojo 50 Radio. And also you can catch the podcast on podbean.com and also on iHeartRadio.com. Very happy to be on those two platforms. Um, be sure to look us up there. Let's get right to work. So America has now done something very interesting, they freed an innocent man, and this to me is kind of reminiscent of something that we thought should have happened more than a half century ago.
4: join hands and sing the words of the old Negro spiritual free at last, free at last thank God
7: Almighty now I know people are going to think I'm taking this out of context, I'm really not because if you think about it, what happened on the 19th of November with the announcement of the Kyle Rittenhouse verdicts brought us a lot closer to that day Because there are more Americans who agree with that verdict than there are those who disagree, no matter how um, prevalent they are in media, no matter how numerous they may be on social media. People understood that no one has an obligation to lay down and be attacked by a riotous mob, and then when they defend themselves, which results in the death of their attackers be held accountable for anything other than their actions, which was self-defense. So let me give you the moment in the courtroom where Kyle Rittenhouse was determined to be like all Americans of like mind, free at last. Has the jury reached a verdict as to each count of the information? Yes, we have, Your Honor. And one verdict and one
10: verdict only? Yes. Would you hand all of the paperwork to the bailiff, please?
5: This is the ones that we did involve.
10: Okay. Yeah, everything. Okay. Yeah, thanks. May I see that too, please? Uh, oh, Mr. Chairman, thank you. The will rise, face the jury, and hearken to its verdicts. State of Wisconsin
9: versus Kyle Rittenhouse. As to the first count of the information, Joseph Ozabong, we the jury find the defendant Kyle H. Rittenhouse not guilty. As to the second count of the information, Richard McGinnis, we the jury find the defendant Kyle H. Rittenhouse not guilty. As to the third count of the information, unknown male, we the jury find the defendant Kyle H. Rittenhouse not guilty. As to the fourth count of the information, Anthony Huber, we, the jury, find the defendant, Kyle H. Rittenhouse, not guilty. As to the fifth count of the information, Gage Roskreutz, we, the jury, find the defendant, Kyle H. Rittenhouse, not guilty.
10: Members of the jury, are these your unanimous verdicts? Is there anyone who does not agree with the verdicts as read? Would you wish the jury pulled? Uh, okay, folks, your uh, job is done, and uh, we started just about three weeks ago. And I, uh, ca- I told you it could last two weeks and two days. This is two week. This is three weeks. Uh, you were a, a wonderful jury to work with. You were punctual. You were attentive. Um, and the forgot six over here who had a, a very difficult job of. Uh, Keeping from discussing the case during the time that they were sequestered as well, all of you—you just—I I couldn't have asked for a better jury to work with. And uh, it has truly been my pleasure. Uh, you, I think, uh, without commenting on your verdict, the verdicts themselves, just in terms of your um, the attentiveness and the cooperation that you gave to us, uh, justifies the confidence that the founders of our country placed in you. So, um, I dismiss you at this time. You're never under any obligation to discuss any aspect of this case with anyone. You're welcome to do so as little
7: or as much as you want. And with that, the whole sorry story of the prosecution, read persecution, of Kyle H. Rittenhouse ends. From a legal standpoint. And don't get me wrong, the persecution is going to continue because Kyle H. Rittenhouse, now 18 years old, represents an undefeatable rip in the narrative of the left. Because, of course, They want to control the idea that someone who who, who was a minor could step into that environment and exercise the judgment, the courage, the grace under pressure, the poise, and dare I say it, the marksmanship to defend himself against the worst That the left could throw against him and then be vindicated by the very community. Let me make sure you understand this. The jury of Kenosha was made up of people from Kenosha, Wisconsin. They were made up of people who lived there, not the folks. Who are drive-by media or drive-by commentary on social media, and they don't have any. They have no dog in that fight. They have no. Per, they have no perspective except that of their agenda. The people of Kenosha listen to the evidence of God. This man, well, he wasn't from. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter where Kyle um, Rittenhouse was from. It doesn't matter that he was only. He was from Illinois, but. 20 minutes away by car he had ties to that community not and they and they didn't matter either but they said we know we are taking responsibility for what happened in our community three you know people died here that 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 in a normal circumstance should not have died. There needs to be an accounting for what happened. We are now taking account, now I wish they had taken an account back back in August of 2020 when all this occurred and stopped the riots. They did not. But they did stop the foolishness. And they stopped the foolishness on November 19th by giving five verdicts. Five verdicts that said what this young man did in our community was not necessarily the way we would have wanted things to occur we would have would have preferred that there had been no riots we would have preferred if somebody was going to actually have a peaceful protest that it would have been peaceful that there would not have been damage to, to people or property to businesses we would that all these out of town jokers would not have shown up in our community since they did and something occurred we are going to take care and look after whether or not it is adjudicated and dealt with fairly accurately and in accordance with the law a 17 year old kid walking around Kenosha, Wisconsin with an AR15 this is terrible i'm sorry no this is america this is not australia this is not great britain this is not uh, most of europe this is this is not new zealand this is america among the rights That the founders understood that God gave that they cannot infringe is that people have the right to keep and bear arms. Because otherwise, whoever is stronger wins every argument. Well, what's going to keep him from shooting? You know what keeps. I'm going to say this until I get. until somebody else figures out what it means. John Adams said that the Constitution of the United States was written only for a moral and a religious people a moral and a religious people can keep and bear arms and there's not a problem a moral and religious people don't necessarily settle all their arguments with firearms I know there was a wild west I know all of that stuff I understand all aspects of American history and every bit of American history was not pretty I get all of that but the faith that the founders had in the people of America most of which were not on the continent when the constitution was drafted that they would be a moral and a religious people and therefore they would be more self-governing than looking for someone else to govern them and that allowed for guns to be held by the population because it wouldn't turn into a free-for-all and by and large America has never really been a free for all where there was even when there was no law as, as a, in, in terms of law enforcement or a particular structure there was never a lack of morality or religiosity of thought at least that constrained people in their common goal to have liberty this is the confidence that the founders placed in the jury system it's also the confidence that they placed in the population that they would not conduct themselves randomly in such a way that they would have to be brought before a jury on a regular basis that the circumstances for that would be more extraordinary than ordinary well Kyle H. Rittenhouse's case was extraordinary, and as for me personally, I'm I'm I'm, I'm really tired of the uh, of all the all the BS arguments. Well, he shouldn't have been there in the first place. Americans can go where they want. Americans have the right to be where they want to be. Well, there was a curfew. Well, okay, there was a curfew for the rioters too, but they were out there. How come you're not upset with them? Well, they 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 paid the pr- well. They're supposed to pay the price. Everybody suffers consequences just you, just because you don't like the consequences that they suffered versus Kyle H. Rittenhouse. Uh-huh. And then before I get too far into it, the, well, if Kyle Rittenhouse would have been black, it would have been a totally different outcome. Really now? I guess you hadn't heard of a black man in Flor- Florida. Florida, you know, that place that left us, uh, believe is just uh, the, a, a hotbed of white supremacy. You you do know what happened in Florida on the same day that the verdict for Kyle H. Rittenhouse was announced. You had this occur.
0: Treasure Coastman accused and charged with shooting at deputies during an early morning drug raid in his home back in 2017, was found not guilty of murder and attempted murder, but was found guilty of possession of a firearm by a convicted felon. After a trial spanning multiple weeks, the jury reached their verdicts this afternoon in the trial of Andrew Coffey IV. Our Steve King joins us from Indian River County with reaction from both sides.
1: Andrew Coffey's family and friends looked relieved when they found out he was not going to be spending the rest of his life in prison. But they looked shocked when they found out he could serve up to 30 years in prison after being convicted of possession of a firearm by a felon. We, the jury, find Andrew Jeff Coffey IV as to count four attempted first-degree murder of a law enforcement officer, Pat White, not guilty. Coffee was also found not guilty of killing his girlfriend, Alteria Woods, who was killed in the crossfire after police say Coffey shot at Indian River County Sheriff's deputies during an early morning drug raid in 2017. Coffee's defense attorneys reacting to the verdict. I'm exceptionally happy uh, with the jury's verdict. And they applied the law properly and they came back with verdicts that were just, um, that uh, that he was in a self-defense mode, that he was protecting himself and that he did not know that these were officers outside. So I think he's vindicated from that standpoint.
5: No matter what, he's never going to recover his girlfriend. And that's an emotional punishment that he will suffer the rest of his life.
1: The sheriff says in part, quote, it's disappointing that this jury did not see that the tragic death of Alteria Woods occurred as a direct result of the actions of Andrew Coffey, IV. Our hearts go out to the Woods family as they still suffer from a loss of their daughter. But we stand by our statement that she would still be here had Coffey simply complied with law enforcement.
5: Guilty of the possession of a firearm by a convicted felon as charged in the
1: indictment. But Coffey could serve up to 30 years for possession of a firearm by a convicted felon coffee sentencing is set for january reporting in vero beach steve king
7: wpbf 25 news oh in case you missed it uh coffee the defendant was a black man a convicted felon and a black man a convicted felon illegally in possession of a firearm because it's not legal for a convicted felon in florida to have a firearm yet he was acquitted Ed, let me read that, say that again. Acquit Ed of attempted murder of a sheriff's deputy, and of murder with regard to his um, girlfriend. Which is interesting to me because the news reports I read said that she was shot ten times by sheriff's deputies. I don't. Uh, how how do, how do you charge the guy whose girlfriend it was with murder when none of his bullets hit her? and of course the logic is well if he hadn't been shooting at us we wouldn't have been shooting at him and she wouldn't have got caught in the crossfire and she wouldn't have died so the murder's on him well the jury looked at that and said and the horse you rode in on black man I'm sorry black man So for everybody who's saying that had the Rittenhouse case, uh, had had Kyle Rittenhouse been black, he would have got... Not only is A.J. Coffey black, he is a convicted felon in possession of a weapon illegally, charged with both murder and attempted murder, and he walked. Well, what about the gun charge? Well, I'm sorry, He, he... he had a gun. It was his gun. He's not supposed to have a gun in Florida. Well, Kyle, Kyle, uh, Kyle had a gun, and he wasn't supposed to have a gun. Stop. It wasn't Kyle's gun? Yeah, but but he wasn't supposed to have it. There's nothing in There's nothing in Wisconsin law that says that that says that young man couldn't have had that gun. That's why the gun charge was thrown out. I'm sorry. That's why the gun charge was thrown out. They they threw that at him and. The law. The judge looked at that, applied the law, and threw it out. And guess what? No one has challenged that except on, except on social media. All the um, all the Cracker Jack Box uh, attorneys, you know, that's where they got their degrees. Uh, on social media and uh, and celebrities, you know, and some of the celebrity ones are just hilarious. Like Maria Shriver. I'm trying to under- trying to get my 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 son to understand how you can kill somebody and not take responsibility for it. And I'm like. Wait a minute! Isn't your uncle Ted Kennedy? Uh, did he ever take responsibility for the death of Mary Joe Capackney? Did you explain to your son how a young woman died uh, with being in the car with, with with Senator Kennedy and Senator Kennedy, you know, being with a woman not his wife, ends up driving this thing into the, into the bay in Chappaquiddick, and then leaves the woman there to drown? Did you explain how that happened? And how, uh, See, I, I, I'm sorry. The leftist tears. I, I, I'm not trying to hear all that foolishness. I'm not trying to hear the foolishness of people who did not do what the jury did, which is sit there for three weeks, as the uh, judge said, and listen to every piece of legal evidence that was presented, and then deliberate and then give accurate verdicts that agreed with the law. Well, you know, you just can't shoot black people like that. And He's just like, I said, excuse me, the people he shot, none of them were black. You know, the BLM protesting that was going on, uh, the folks there, not a lot of them, were, a whole lot of them weren't black, including none of these knuckleheads who got shot. Like Rosenbaum, the guy who had a criminal record which included multiple counts of sodomy against children. Wow. You had a guy who you had another guy who was uh, uh oh, Rosenbaum was the only guy who didn't have an illegal firearm. The other two that got shot both had illegal firearms including the guy who got his uh his his um right bicep non-surgically removed matter of fact there's a picture of him holding his bicep which has just been blown away but he still has the gun in his hand same hand as I said the marksmanship of Kyle Rittenhouse was remarkable under pressure fired eight shots didn't hit anybody he wasn't supposed to hit while he remember he was being chased getting knocked down, knocked around, didn't spray bullets wildly anywhere, fired eight shots, every one of them was purposeful. But you have this foolishness going on. But guess what? Right now, Kyle H. Rittenhouse is free at last after being uh, imprisoned wrongly not allowed bail he's free at last and because he's free at last the rest of America now knows we do have the right to defend ourselves which you know, that, you know what that means it also means we have the right not to have our property um, spoiled by a bunch of out of town rioters funded by globalists and elitists that's what scares the left it's not what Kyle Rittenhouse did, it's that the law obviously supports that anybody can do what Kyle did and I love the argument well Kyle Rittenhouse didn't know that that Rosenbaum was was a pedophile and the other guy beat women I said no he didn't he didn't have to, they knew and you know the left is always talking about karma well I guess it was uh, one heck of a female canine that night this is very very simple America American values were on trial and those values were upheld they were reiterated and that Is going to send a chilling effect through the left when next they decide they want to go um, with their peaceful protest that leaves things in flames. They're not going to have the same reception. Am I glad about it? I'm exceedingly glad about it. I'm also looking forward to the opportunity for Kyle Rittenhouse to hopefully sue the pants off some media outlets and maybe even some individuals. Perhaps in the same way that Nick, that Nick Sandman did when the media, or CNN in particular, went after him unjustly. Settled out of court, but the lawsuit that was filed, I think it was for like $250 million. America's doing better because Kyle Rittenhouse was acquitted. If you disagree, well... Venezuela awaits you with open arms. Stanley Levy, black man thinking we'll be back. Right after this.
8: Fly line interruptions are definitely here to stay, especially given the incredible talent we have working at the U.S. Transportation Department. However, you don't need to fear these interruptions. You can be prepared. Go to preparewithmojo50.com. That's preparewithmojo50.com. In
2: 1786, George Washington wrote a letter to Robert Morris, and here's an excerpt. I can only say that there is not a man living who wishes more sincerely than I do to see a plan adopted for the abolition of slavery battle for freedom is about triggering change one heartbeat at a time to free well-meaning americans monday through friday at 7 a.m on mojo fiber radio battle for
3: freedom g'day mates tech rue here on location in australia in search of a rare and elusive wild hare. Most think you would find him when the sun don't shine, but we will find him right here in this primitive Aboriginal outback. I would never consider an excursion like this without my Patriot Supply survivor gear in my pouch. No, not that pouch. I don't have a pouch. In my backpack. Besides the four-week emergency food supply kit that's back at home from preparewithmojo50.com, I've got an emergency blanket, my one-size-fits-all poncho, my snake bike kit, and my Alexa Pure Survival Spring Straw. Crikey! There's a wild hair now. Ain't he a beaut?
1: What's up, Doc?
8: Find some great deals at preparewithmojo50.com. You want to wake up refreshed, like you slept on a cloud. Get yourself the very best in bedding supplies today. You deserve it. Go to MyPillow.com. And don't forget our very special promo code, Mojo50, for incredible savings.
7: segment of the show um for those who don't know this is exhausting for me um because i am very passionate about the things on which i speak and so if i get to the final segment and i sound a little bit um expended well, that's uh, likely why but there's a lot going on there's still a lot to be concerned about I don't ever want to counsel anyone to be fearful. Never want to tell anyone to be afraid. Um, Because fear is what your adversary wants to inspire in you so that you will be defeated. And the interesting thing about fear is fear will defeat you when your enemy can't. It is fear that keeps you from acting. It is fear that keeps you um, from speaking. It is fear that causes you to abandon your own values and beliefs that you might be safe from the actions of those who do not share your values and beliefs. You never want to be fearful and the first fear that you're going to have to to lose, I'm, I'm just being honest, if you're going to live a life where you in which you are free, the first fear you're going to have to lose is that of death. One, because death is the ultimate freedom. There's nothing that can touch you in this life once you go on the other side of the grave. The second reason you shouldn't fear death is you think you're going to avoid it? Death comes upon everybody. It's not avoidable. It's not part of life, as people say. No, it's not part of life. It is the fact that you are only allotted a certain amount of time on this planet, in this plane, then you're going to transition to the next. To be afraid of what shall happen, as opposed to being prepared for what shall happen, doesn't make a lot of sense don't be afraid of dying if you are held hostage by your fear of death that is a reason for you to take stock of what's wrong with you but what I really wanted to talk about during this segment um, is we've reached the inevitable overplay The left and tyrants, unless they already have a grip on you that is unshakable, they will always overplay their hand, and they're doing it now. People, even the folks who went out and did the sheeple thing, and thats I'm, I'm sorry, there is no way... And I'm I'm not I'm not apologetic apologetic about it. If you went for the okey doke, and got a vaccine because the government said you should have one, when they could not produce objective and verifiable information of the threat that they wanted you to can you ask me answer me this question how come they haven't gone through a vaccination marketing campaign like this for anything else in my lifetime not in my lifetime i mean they would you know there i mean yes there are vaccine uh i mean you said well, there's no mandatory mandatory vaccine yeah we got mandatory vaccines if you're going to participate in public school your child is supposed to have certain vaccinations Um, and I think that's pretty much across all 50 states but the whole thing is those vaccines actually went through actual testing it took years people forget that the 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 polio vaccine itself it took 6 years to develop that and then there was another 2 years of testing afterwards and in the meantime polio was not checked in the United States But the whole idea of the Hippocratic Oath of Medicine is first, do no harm. So if we're going to introduce something that's going to stop polio, the first thing we have to do is make sure it does not do harm. The Hippocratic Oath has been thrown out the window with the COVID-19 vaccine. That sucker is killing and maiming people around the globe. It's It's almost daily where you hear someone who had happily gone off to protect themselves and to protect others by getting vaccinated, has now died, including members of the medical profession, which do not include Thomas Gengis, who they say committed suicide back on November 2nd. I'm sorry, November, I mean, uh, Dr. Gengis figured out what was going on, was starting to speak about it, and all of a sudden, they find he has gone off the top of a building. 55 years old well they say he left a suicide note no he did leave a video where he explained that he was very disturbed about the vaccination programs going on throughout the world and how they had nothing to do with the virus they had nothing to do with medicine they had nothing to do with protecting people and shortly after he publish that video someone wants to tell you that he decided to see whether or not he could fly if you believe that then you probably believe Jeffrey uh, Epstein committed suicide there's a whole lot of things you, you probably believe uh, the magic bullet theory about how JFK got killed I mean okay that didn't happen COVID-19, the virus is a totally separate entity from, total, from uh, COVID-19, the propaganda production. Think about what they're telling you now. First, you had COVID-19. And you had to put a testing program, unprecedented, at any time in the world. At no time in the world did you need to test people who were not symptomatic. But we had a push in the United States government and throughout the world to test people for this deadly virus for which they had no symptoms. And the testing was flawed often coming back with false positives. And in this country we had multiple multiple reports of people getting positive test results who hadn't even been tested as far as they knew. They didn't submit they they didn't submit to testing. They hadn't been to any medical facilities. They hadn't been poked or prodded by anybody with a med- you know uh, by any medical workers, but all of a sudden they came back with they with they had they had tested positive for this We have instances of people um, getting multiple positive tests over a period of time and each one of those tests being counted as a new case. All this to build us up to the less than 50 million cases in 22 months when the flu, for which we didn't test anybody who doesn't have symptoms, came back with up to 56 million in six months. It is an all-out assault. And it's not just there in the medical. That's just to get you to comply in one way or another because that compliance was directly tied to your ability to act as a social creature and as a social economic creature. But they have other things as well. They've allowed, they parlayed that into the supply chain, the false supply chain issues and you have to remember something everything they're doing they have one principal aim their principal aim is to bring down the American Republic to end the American experiment their ultimate aim is to remove individuality and particularly individual liberty from the face of the earth they don't want anybody to be free they don't want anybody to do anything that is not dictated and prescribed by some authority. And they've made sure, you, you now see that legitimate authority vested in the will of the people, that's on the run here. We already know that in America. Joe Biden did not win an election. If you can take a look at what Joe Biden is doing... Which everybody who was not a fan of Joe Biden knew he was going to do beforehand. Everyone knew he was going he was going to mess up the oil and gas industry. And if you believe that he won Pennsylvania, then you're stupid. If you believe he won any states that depended that depend on fossil fuels or have fossil fuel uh, production or that industry is part of their as part of their uh, their state economy then you're a fool. If you believe that anybody voted for a more than 50% increase in gasoline prices. If you think anybody actually voted for inflation to be at a three decade high, which was predictable. If you think anybody voted for the the debacle in Afghanistan, which the scale of which was not predictable, but the fact that it was going to occur was as sure as sunrise if Joe Biden was going to be president. Because Joe Biden is not president. Joe Biden is more, is, is more of a figurehead than the Queen of England is of the English government. She did not do anything. Joe Biden reads and there are a bunch of unelected individuals who are setting all these policies and putting these things in place and having and having Joe Biden read a read a teleprompter Kamala Harris is a joke she's there for a reason because she guys let me help you out with this for those of you who haven't figured it out the reason Kamala Harris Willie Brown's garden tool is vice president is the same reason Joe Biden who is now nothing more than an Alzheimer's, Alzheimer's patient awaiting awaiting commitment, it's the same reason. They put Joe Biden in because everybody knew even before he became became senile, everybody knew Joe Biden was an idiot. He'd been an idiot for four decades. Who better to put with the Manchurian candidate, also known as the... Uh, the Islamist bathhouse queen Barack Obama than somebody who did, <laughs> who would lose an IQ test to a Q-tip Joe Biden's a fool he's stupid he never did anything of merit particularly not during those 8 years of the of the Obama administration he was just a very happy-go-lucky lapdog didn't challenge anything, actually participated in things that were illegal because he is a crook. He's a racist, he's a crook, he's anti-American, he's a globalist. He's a hypocrite on so many levels. He's perfect. He's not going to stand up for anything for America. Make him vice president and you can run the table as far as what's going on inside the executive branch. You will have no opposition. For the very same reason Kamala Harris is vice president. That woman is as empty as a pocket. She is intellectually deficient. This is why all you get from her is laughter. The statements that the, the so-called serious statements she makes always elicit a, huh? What? But why would you? because she's an empty vessel which means you have an Alzheimer's patient in the figurehead position and a female idiot as his backup neither one of them are running so much as a vacuum cleaner in the White House and you think people voted for this And you think the American people were too dumb to recognize this? Well, he got more votes. No, he didn't. Donald Trump got more votes than any Republican in the history of the the Republic. Increased his numbers with every demographic. And then somebody who didn't even run a campaign gets 81 million votes. That's what you're trying to tell me. And you're committed to that narrative no that didn't happen but we can see what did happen the audit results are starting to come up they're fighting it they actually got the media the democrat party globalists and elitists from around the world to conspire to bring down the united states not just because they hate the united states But the United States and Israel are the two nations who, as long as they stand, will always frustrate any new world order push. Particularly the United States, because of its spectacular success. And remember this about the United States. The United States has spectacular success as a country without an ethnicity. It's hard to come after the United States to say the same way you would come against say um China or Japan. You could come against you can come against either one of those on the basis of ethnicity. They are Chinese and they and they, they are not only they are not only national Chinese, they are ethnic Chinese, they are genetic Chinese. The same thing with Germans, the same thing with the French, the same thing with the English, the same thing with, uh, with, with, diff- with uh, those in different African countries, the same thing throughout Indonesia, Indonesia, the same thing throughout that part of the world, the same thing with the Arabs. But when you come to America, there is no American ethnicity. The New World Order has to replace the American ethic because the American ethic is all embracing. The New World Order is all capturing. They need to get rid of the embrace and and substitute or replace it with the capture. Because as long as people recognize that there is a place that they can escape to, regardless of their ethnicity, regardless of their background, which is called the United States of America, as long as that exists, why would anybody choose to be captured? And even now, those places that are more ethnically pure than the United States are starting to push. They don't cover it much in um, mainstream media. You have to go uh, off the grid, so to speak. You have to go. You have to go to the internet, and you have to look up what's going on in offshore. You have to. You have to get away from Google because Google will block it. You have to go look at Duck Duck Go and other um, search engines. Sometimes Bing is okay, but not really. But you have. and as soon as you do that, and you type in the same search phrases. Uh, in in a place like duck duck go that you would in google you get an order of magnitude more diversity in search results and the message changes significantly because you're under attack the young lady told you that there's a there's a psyop thing going on, and before 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 the Obama presidency, it was illegal for the United States government to broadcast certain things into or toward the American people that they aimed at people outside the United States. All of a sudden, now that's different. And if you think they haven't taken advantage of that change in law to try to tell you stuff about COVID nineteen, to try to tell you stuff about. Uh, critical race theory the 1619 project black lives matter if you think that hasn't been used to give you the whole narrative that you've been hearing um about kyle rittenhouse the problem is you can't do anything with a sequestered jury the jury just here this is why it didn't work in the, the same thing didn't work in the Trayvon Martin trial. All the media narrative struck, just got everybody else whipped up, and all oh, this injustice. The problem was the women on that jury were sequestered, and the only thing they got to deal with was the evidence that was legal for them to hear. And you have allowed yourself to be cut off from the truth. Because you watch your news instead of seeking, the convenience problem in our society is off the chain. There was a time when we used to search for the truth. Now you assume that it's being served to you. Why would you trust it? Why Why would you trust that? Why do you trust anything? I I, I love people. I, I love it because don't get me wrong. I'm I'm as guilty as some of you. I, you know, I, I do, I do, I do find some financial tra- transactions online. I just, and I understand full well, uh, you know, the risks that are associated with that. But so many people seem not to. Here's one thing I really don't understand. With what you know about Google and Amazon, why would you allow a an assistant to listen to your voice and respond? As though nobody else is listening to what you say in your own home. Why would you invite big tech into your own to, into your home to hear whatever conversations? And all you do is say uh, Siri or Alexa, and you think that you're safe. You think that you're secure. It doesn't work that way, guys. Everything that you commit to technology, everything, everything that you commit to technology, when they tell you, well, you know, you can store your files in the cloud and they're safe and secure, safe from who? You're by definition giving this stuff over to someone else that you do not know because they tell you you can trust them. Really? Why would you do that? Why do you not see the dangers associated with that? And when you hear that the Biden administration wants to take a woman who was raised in the Soviet Union, educated in the Soviet Union, a member of the young communist organization there, who has already said that all private bank accounts should be taken away from individual banks and put on the the balance sheet of the Federal Reserve. In other words, there are no. She wants. The, there should be no private banking anymore in the United States. Don't some of you knuckleheads think that's a good idea? And basically, that she does not know whether or not higher inflation is bad for the American people. When you nominate someone like that to be comptroller of the currency, you really believe 81 million people voted for that, huh? I beg to differ. Well, I didn't know that. That's the worst part. Because you chose to outsource your truth-seeking to fake news. MSNBC, anything with NBC in it. New York Times, CNN. Fox News is not exempt. One American Network is is compromised. Newsmax is a joke. The truth of the matter is American media, American journalism is, I'm sorry, it's a misnomer. It's an oxymoron. But you trust these people to keep you informed when what they intend to do is keep you befuddled. Go to the interior of the nation and go looking for racism. Good luck. Let me know what you find. Because that's not where you're going to find it. You're going to find racism wherever you find Democrats. You're going to find racism wherever you find Democrats. And if you really want to be specific, you will find racist as a structure with white democrats you will find racism in practice with black democrats no one is more racist in practice than black democrats no creature in this country is more racist in their thinking and intentions than a white feet than a white liberal female a left-leaning white female that oh my gosh But they're overplaying their hand. They're exposing themselves more and more. You have white female leftists going after the Williams sisters for making a movie about their father because they think it should have been about them, and and they're wondering how you know what what type of what type of message are they sending? They're sending the message that they actually appreciate what their father did for them. That, is that and that's a problem for a white female. That black females would actually sow appreciation for the black man that raised them and actually pushed them to fame and stardom and wealth. You don't, and, and you don't see what's going on. They've overplayed. They've exposed themselves. They've exposed themselves uh, among celebrities where you can find every one of their Twitter Twitter handles putting out the exact same message against um Kyle Rittenhouse and for Colin Kaepernick verbatim same thing verbatim this is what you're up against they're overplaying their hand they're telling you they're announcing their intentions and they are getting sloppy the data is coming out about the vaccine the data has already been out about about the virus and the death count all that is there and, and more and more people are starting to get an idea that something's not right they need to close the deal before enough people become awake if you honestly think that you can wait for the November twenty two two 2022 elections confident that there will even be such a thing in another year you're not freedom minded peace and civility is not going to win the battle people it's not what they want you to do As Scott Morrison of Australia said, well, we're a peaceful society. No matter how frustrated people get, we always know that violence is not the answer. Oh, really? Violence is how we got a country in 1776. From 1776 to 1783, there was violence. There was violence again in 1812 when the English came back to try to undo what had been done to them uh, between 1776 and and, 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 and 1783. There was violence to get rid of slavery. There was violence in the effort to institute civil rights, not by those who who sought them, but by those who went against them. And those who sought endured that violence and persevered. No, no, no. Freedom is a blood sport. It's not a paper chase. It's not a debate society. And that's what we need to remember if you're going to be American when your government fears you that's when you're going to be at liberty when you allow those who would be tyrannical to to enjoy physical safety unconditionally that's when you have a problem January 6th was basically trying to scare you the way the government handled January, January 6th is trying to scare you out of ever doing that again but you need to do it again And that's our show. God bless you. God keep you. And until next week, do take care.
1: That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.